2017. I moved to Atlanta 2016, Christmas 2016. Um, I wanted to um, start a podcast or a radio show, a live radio show. Um, good friend at the time, uh, uh, I brought to her the idea. So I need you to be my co-host. She's like, bet. Um, she said, I happen to have a friend that has his own radio station and, you know, we could, we could, um, you know, you could put it on his. You know, I was like, nah. I'm like, nah. I got my own, I'm gonna do my own thing. You know what I mean? I'm already, I think I had a station on, I forgot what it was. Um, and she's like, you sure? I mean, he already, I'm like, nah. And she kept insisting, right? So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> I said, all right, all right, let's just, you know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's see what he got. Let me, let me meet him at least, you know what I mean? Um, so she came back, she said, yeah, you know, he said, okay, you know, we could definitely put on the station live and everything. I said, all right. So we did a pilot and, um, <laughs> and, uh, like he fell in love with the pilot, right? And and he was like, yeah, 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 I need this. I need, yeah, yeah. Y'all guys, man, y'all have great chemistry. Y'all, this is super dope. Um, y'all could definitely be on the station. Um, I forgot the, the, the day. I think it was Tuesdays. Um, Wednesdays. Tuesday. Wednesdays, I believe. I, whatever. And um, he was like, yeah, man, I said, this is a go. And um, ever since then, man, it's been, um, it's been love. It's been a brotherly bond. Uh, ever since to now, you know, um, I co-own with him, uh, one on two, six, a situation, situations, media entertainment, um, because we grew such an amazing brotherly bond and, <clears throat> and, um, and we here now. So it's, 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 it's crazy how, you know, you know, things come, you know, um, when you, when you really persevere and work hard and you put yourself in situations um, so that you can, that you can, you know, not only become better, but, you know, but have better. And, um, you know, meeting Rob, uh, meeting the green machine, um, really, um, put me in a, in a, in a really dope place today here in Atlanta and just in life. Um, and, Yo, word up, man. It's like one of the greatest things I ever did, man. Cause I was already, you know, um, you know, I had a soul science soul that already been going on and, you know, I was already in, you know, music and radio and everything. I, you know, I just I just I just wanted to just take it to the next level. And Rob helped me take it to the next level, man. And um today I have him here. Robert Green, aka the Green Machine. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, young fella? <laughs> young fella yeah <laughs> definitely young fella here but uh yeah um thank you thank you amazing like um i think it's definitely time uh it's been a long time coming mm -hmm. but you know thank you first of all for mm -hmm. you know still believing in the vision definitely. even from then because definitely. you could have said no yeah I'm going to do my own thing, uh -huh. and you know I know the vision of my own, so I got it. Uh -huh. I'm I'm good, but you we would have been on the ballot together. That's crazy, right? You would have beat me. You would have got the the uh, oh <laughs> the, the award, right? <laughs> Had no, I, I said no. Well, hold on. No, I wouldn't say that actually, because the way that you do things, mm -hmm. first of all. Oh, I left out something too. I'm sorry yeah, to cut you off. Yeah. Um, he had made me pro assistant program director. 
the, um, because we started the show back in May, April, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went on, right, right. Um, and then he made me assistant program director because, you know, I've been doing so much work. I've been working. I've been trying to really build 1026, you know what I mean? And he saw that. And he was like, yo, man, I want to make you sister program director. And we had a big party. We had a big, it was a big announcement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, but yeah, go ahead, man. I just wanted to, you so, know what I mean? so let me let me touch on that for a second because you said you spoke about the award. No, let's let's back that up. You would have won the award. You know why? I would have won? Yes, yes, Ooh. you would have won the award. You know why? Because the the quality and level of expertise that you have in radio and just music and sound is what helps us to go. It's the integral part mm. of what makes us go. So we don't win that award without your expertise. Oh, man. So no, no, we no. take that piece out of the equation. It just runs. You, you demand, brother. No, seriously. No, no, <laughs> listen. Because I think you you need to know this. This is not just a... You know, this is PNG file and, mm-hmm. you know, you everything on here is honest, open and transparent. Yeah. The reason why I value our brotherhood mm-hmm. and is and the brotherhood goes deep beyond the scope of just business. Yeah. It's the fact yeah. of we helped each other. Definitely. We brought each other out of times. Mm. And we're going to get to that soon um, because yeah. I know. There's a lot of things that I have to uncover, so y'all y'all just stay locked in because there's a whole story mm. leading up to all of this where we are sitting in front of each other today. Oh, man. But the integral part of make what makes it work is the people. When when you have each other's back, when you're when you're strong together as a unified mm. front, everything works and nothing can stand in your way. Yeah. Just the absolute beast. We're and proof of that, man. Yeah, living like we're living proof, proof of that now. Like testament. We, we going through it right now. You know what I'm saying? And we we, exactly. we keep on, we keep going on, going on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, but you know, um, we here now. You know, PNG file absolutely session. Um, and um, so yeah, let's 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 um, so let's get into um, Young Robert, right? So, mm-hmm. where are you originally from? From West Philadelphia, but okay, no, okay, I'm not going to do that. No, but I, I was uh, born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, in the West Oak Lane section of Philadelphia. So that's the West Side, uh, Northwest, Northwest. But, okay, you know, so but, North Philly. So for those who are listening, who may be familiar with Simon's Playground, which was across the street, I looked at the activity over there every single day. Mm. That's been a staple of life for me the playground Mm. even though i barely set foot there i know that's weird how can be the how can the playground be a staple of your life when you barely set foot there maybe about five times in your life wow so so okay so so that's a so so with that being said how how was your childhood you know what? Childhood. Let's talk about it. So, childhood. Um, at so I moved at a very young age. I was moving place to place. Mm-hmm. You know, that coming out in eighty five. You know, as a baby, mom and dad didn't stay together. I've heard 
sub several stories about what could be what, you know, dad says it's because of my brother's dad and him coming into the picture in which, you know, her and his dad Mm. were high school sweethearts, but, and they eventually got married. We'll talk about that later, but it was, he said, my dad said it was because of him. Like, like she cheated on him or something like that, that the reason why they split up, but mom's side will say differently. Like, Mm. well, you know, he really wasn't doing nothing with his life. He dropped out of high school and all of this other stuff. And, you know, he, I was going to college, simply that. And that's how it was simply put. So mm. when you're at that young age and, you know, as a teenager, you find out conflicting information, even leading up to this day, when you find out conflicting information, it's still the blame game, but it's still left deep inside of them. Mm. And, you know, I have to be at the center of that attention. Uh, both of my grandmothers, uh, dad's side and mom's side, fought for custody of me. Um, they told me the story about that. They fought for custody, like not not like coming to blows, mm-hmm. like you know they respected each other even even up until um, my mom's side, uh, Bernice Greens, her her passing in two thousand eight. They still respected each other, but you know, the love was so strong between those two that they were willing to fight for me as far as custody was concerned. Mm. So I don't know what life would have been like had I been over there. Would I be doing this or mm. would I be doing something else? Staying with, staying with the, on the green side of the family, I was able to see the entrepreneur. I was able to see mm. the, the money makers, the heavy hitters in radio or at an early age. Mm. They were in radio before I came out. Mm. So... And then running telecommunications companies and, you know, take being president and CEO of uh, a major television, cable television network that provided you music videos back in the mid to late 90s. So, you know, I got to see that. I got to grow up and see the structure. But speaking of that playground, by the way. So before that, we get to that yeah. playground, mm-hmm. that five, six, seven year old, who was that? Who was that? Who was that kid? Sheltered. Mm. Sheltered in the house. Wonder why I couldn't go outside. It would the exception of walking to school, Penny Packer, Samuel Penny Packer, elementary school, down the block, maybe about five, six blocks and to the right. That was the only outside I experienced mm. with neighborhood kids. Were those neighborhood kids always the good ones? No. No, they weren't. That was up until high school? 15, 16, where you were able to No, actually that was up until about ten when my brother was when my brother was born. Okay, so you have a younger brother. So about nine, ten years old, we we decided to move uh just a, slightly across the border. The border was you crossed the street and you were in Philadelphia, but you're in Montgomery County on the other side of the road. So we, we moved out there and, um, her and my, my mom and my brother's dad, um, went ahead and, um, got an apartment there. They finally lived, you know, lived together and we were on our own. 
So now I finally get a, a taste of outside. I can go outside every day. Wow. So this is at 10 years old. Nine, ten years Nine, old. Nine, ten yeah, years about old. About transitional point. So, yes. the four, so four or five years, um, it was just you. You were the only child. Mm-hmm. Only child. And um, Staying at grandma's. Staying at grandma's. Okay. Now, occasionally I moved to places like Baltimore, Colonial Heights, Virginia, while mom was in college. I was there for uh, you know a few years. That's how our college friends got to grow, got to see me and know me at, okay. at a young age, too. So... You know, they have a impact on life as well. All right. So what was the reason why you lived staying with your, your grandmother? Well, she was in college. Your mother was in college? Mm-hmm. Oh. She was, in so she was away in college. Yeah, she was at Virginia State University. Oh, okay. And I had to stay in Philly. She couldn't keep me. So, mm. you know, basically, grandma was taking the reins. And grandma and my Uncle Kenneth, who was there every day, uh, you know, ex- with, when he wasn't working at ShopRite, but he would come home every day. And mm-hmm. that was the male figure in the household that was consistently in there, mm-hmm. like slept there every night. So, yeah. Did I take the most kindly to him? Yeah, because he was there every day. Mm. He was there every day. That's your father figure when you're supposed to see your father every two weeks. And those every two weeks becomes months. And then months, and then, okay, what's going on? Mm. Still never got that answer. And, um, or at least a straight answer. Is he still alive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, would, you wouldn't talk to him regularly, nor see him regularly? Nope. Definitely not at a young age. It okay. used to be two weeks, and then it started to expand, expand out. As soon as it started to get to the mid-90s or as I got older, it was almost like, now the decision is on me. Do I want to go over there? But all right, well, all right. I'll, if I'm going over there, I'll just go ahead and take it. Nothing against them. It was mm-hmm. just like the disappointment of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, do what you say you're going to do, bro. Mm. You know? So at 10, 9, 10, your brother was born, right? At 10. At December 10. 15th, 95. Oh, December 15th, 95. Your brother was born. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember that day? Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, my memory is so strong. Yeah. <laughs> University of Pennsylvania Hospital. Okay. We were we were high up. It's, it was uh, super cold that day. Mm-hmm. Got to go home the same night, like late, in, like late in the evening. Okay. It was super cold, and we tried to bundle, bundle up. We was pushing her in a wheelchair all the mm-hmm. way to the parking deck, and, you know, it was... It was a wonderful day because wow, I got a sibling. I have okay. a brother. I was gonna ask you if you were how how were you feeling? Were you happy? Were you sad? Hey, had, I, sad? Got, I got a I got a brother. Yeah. So I could so I guess I could I get to teach something. Yeah. If I'm stuck in the house, then I have somebody here. I can mm. I can help take care of them. Mm. I could I could do that. Yeah. This is my brother. I got somebody to protect. Mm. I have somebody to protect. That mm. was the strongest thing right there. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Then and so it was a it was a great it was it was a great feeling, very happy feeling. You know, mm. it, it's not like I was middle child or jealous or anything. Yeah. It was just the fact that I have I have a brother. Yes. Is this y'all too? I don't Any have y- to be by myself. Any other siblings? Just y'all too? No, just just us two. Okay. Mm-hmm. How y'all relationship today? Still strong. Still strong. Mm. However, 
it was separated for a long time. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get to that. So now, so middle school hits. Um, yeah, middle school. Middle school, Elkins Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, how were you in school generally? Elementary, middle. Elementary, on a roll. Okay. Moved out, got older, moved on, felt a little bit more free, started to slack off a bit. Just what, a bit. And what, like high school? Middle. Middle school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, middle. So, Elementary was great. On a roll, every quarter, every year. I got to clean out my uncle's pockets. The same uh, same uncle that does mm-hmm. the voiceovers for our okay. radio station. No doubt. He came to me every every quarter and was like, clean out my pockets. Mm. And them and them joined and that was lovely. Hey, Unc, could I still do that again? <laughs> no, but you know, I remember that clean out. He, he said if if I kept making honor roll, that was the incentive. Kept cleaning oh, okay. out his pockets because, and Grandma would keep it. Mm. You know, just, for me, yeah. you know, just to have it in savings. Right. And I think what she did was she ended up putting that towards the savings bonds okay. that were, that I had dealt with a couple of years, well, about two, three years back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that, and that was cool because, you know, being around them, it wasn't, it wasn't like their, the motto around the house was school is important, very important. Mm-hmm. And... You work hard for what you earn, what you have, what you get. You it, nothing comes free in this household. You got to earn it. You got to work hard for it, and that involved the schoolwork. So when I worked hard at the schoolwork, I got rewarded gracefully. Mm. Good. Them, them pockets, them pockets <laughs> was was pretty nice at that time. Oh, okay. You know, so okay, I was okay. like, okay, you know, why not? Um, ever molested? No. Ever. Never molested. No. Good. Okay. No. no. Um. So, you got a little bit of freedom, a little, a little bit more than you usually do. High school now, freshman, tenth grade. Yeah. Who? How was that? Who was that person now? Who was that kid? That fifteen-year-old kid trying to break out of shyness, trying to trying to find mm. myself, trying to find what I want to do, like. I was drawing houses. I was doing it and I shouldn't have been doing it during class, but I was doing it during class. And that kind of that I was doing what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And, but I shouldn't have been doing it during class because I'm sitting here like, okay, I should be learning some stuff. But that's, that's where I slacked off. My focus was what mm. do I want to do? And so I started drawing everything i started drawing houses randomly and they would mimic they would mimic the design of my uncle's house well former house now mm-hmm. that we grew up in in south jersey in mount okay. laurel new jersey so mount i would, so i would design those houses to kind of mimic that like you see in a subdivision mm. anywhere in this area any subdivision um it looked like that it was a big home okay. like a dream home okay. like wow this is something i want and I kept drawing them mm. just randomly. And then they became cityscapes. Then they became other stuff. And then they're like, wow, you were really good. I said, as I was taking art classes okay. throughout that portion, and I started learning other things. So it enhanced my drawing skills. Mm. 
Do I still have it? Ooh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have time for that now. But it enhanced my drawing skills to a point where, hey, I might go to college and want to do this transportation thing or even architecture. Mm-hmm. So it started having me think that. So it built me to that point. Mm. Mm. Sometimes things don't always work out, but also in the same token, I slacked off a bit okay. as a teenager. Yeah, teenager. Now, you know, teenagers make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Teenagers make so many mistakes. I tried mm. not to make them, but yeah, it came anything to that you, point. Anything you regret doing back then? <laughs> what do I regret doing? 16 years old. 16 years old. I was working at I was working at what was then Paramount's Carowinds, but Carowinds to many people who know it. Mm-hmm. So that was my first job working at Carowinds and, you know, making me a buck for the summer and mm-hmm. the, the fall. Right. So I was there and I met this chick and she was she was on me like white on rice on the paper plate in a snowstorm <laughs> on me. Mm-hmm. She was older, though. Not too old to where you'd be like, oh, yeah, she bugging. Mm-hmm. But but old to a point older to a point where. She was already grown or considered to be grown at the point, and I'm still a minor. Mm. But as a 16-year-old boy, you're like, yeah, yeah, she feeling your boy, huh? Yeah. So I got, so I let that get the best of me. It got to my head. One day after school, I took it upon, I had a little money in my pocket from, from Carowinds, so, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I had enough to pay for a bus fare immediately when I came home from school, I ran the whole entire quarter mile to get home, drop my book bag, go back out before the bus came at that time. The bus only came twice a day, once in the morning at the city, but the, okay, okay. the transit bus, it came once in the morning for rush hour and once in the evening at that time. Now they come so frequently, mm. but at that time, once morning, once afternoon, and that afternoon trip was coming right around the corner. So I only had like 10 to 12 minutes to get there, drop my stuff, come back and go over to the East Charlotte, go all the way to East Charlotte. I knew where I was going. Yeah, mm. I'm a, I was a, I'm a transit geek. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one growing up reading transit maps. And I, matter of fact, you know what? Young Robert. Another part of Young Robert. Young Robert was MapQuest before MapQuest oh, came man. out. I was GPS, so I would remember my way yeah. going everywhere, period. I didn't need GPS. I had photographic memory of different spots, and I looked at maps. So it was like, okay, I know where I'm going. I know what buses to take. I'm getting there. Just meet me at, just tell me where to mm-hmm. meet at or where I need to get off at. She told me where to get off at. So I'm on the east side of Charlotte, miles away from Pineville, where we lived. At 16, yeah. You went to Charlotte? No, 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 no. Pineville oh, is okay. in South is in South South Charlotte, Mecklenburg County. They're all within the county. They have different oh, okay, smaller okay. towns and cities. We're <laughs> in Pineville at on near the South Carolina state line. Where you come in from Carowinds section. Okay, so I'm We've, lost. So 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 you so you're in Virginia now at this point. 
No, no, no. I'm in I'm in North Carolina. At high school, I moved to Charlotte in 1997, August of 1997. So I'm 12 years old at this point. Okay. So at 16, we're talking 02, 2002. Right. So you're in you're in Charlotte at this point now. Yeah, I'm in Charlotte at this point. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. you move. Okay, so move from Philly to Charlotte, August of 1997. Okay, so you went to elementary, um, elementary and middle Philly. school in Philly. Yeah, elementary, middle school in Philly. Uh, actually, see, middle middle school is different in North Carolina. They have different grade points. Mm-hmm. So, in I was beginning middle school, so first half of middle school. Okay, they considered middle school to be. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That changed some years. Yeah. Right. So middle school is fifth grade there. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Charlotte. So now I have to do sixth and seventh grade. Okay. There. Okay. And they consider that middle school. Six, no, no, excuse me. Fifth and sixth. And then seventh and eighth I did in Charlotte. I had to make sure I corrected myself. So seventh and eighth grade I did in Charlotte at McClintock Middle School. And then over to South Mecklenburg High School for ninth through twelfth. All right, so let's back up a little bit. Yeah. So now, um, your mother, your stepfather, yeah. more all moved to Charlotte. No. Okay, so you, your he mother, he stayed. He stayed in Philadelphia. He stayed in Philly. Okay. He stayed in Philly. So I. That's the one thing I never got. Was, the the rest of us moved. Me, my brother, moms, we moved to Charlotte. But he stayed. I'm like, why did he stay? Did you ever get that answer? Nope. Never. Okay. Okay. So we're going to get to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're in Charlotte, 16 years old, right? So now yeah. you get on the bus, you see this older woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you, so so now you're there. So what's, what, what proceeds to happen now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it went down. It went down. Brother man, it went down. And when I told you she was on me like white on rice, she was on me like white on rice. So Was that your first experience? No, it wasn't actually. Oh. It wasn't. The first experience was actually at 13. 13? Yes. Wow. Now, do I regret that experience? Yeah, because it was bad. But I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. So, um... But I didn't have anything else. I had little spouts, but it wasn't the real deal mm-hmm. until I got to this point right here. This point was the real deal. Just everything went down. Like, I was like, whoa, I didn't know she want me like this. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's like that? This is what it's like? Okay, I might be for this. But it got me in trouble. Big trouble. I'm a minor. I'm 16. It's a school night. Here's another thing. Crazier. It gets crazier from there. Ooh. So it went down, right? To a point where it started to get late. Okay. Real late. Like, so I ended up. Crazy thing was I couldn't get a ride back because the buses were already shut down. Mm-hmm. So I, So it was real late. I'm like, heck, I'm 16. I'm out here real late. Mom's is gonna mom's is gonna have my head wow. when I get to the crib. She's gonna have my head. And then I ended up falling asleep. 
nothing, none of that happened. No, no, no drugging or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I fell asleep just because it was getting late. Right. Had already been up since 5 a.m. So, yeah, yeah, initially you're going to be as a, as a teen, you're going to be super tired. You're going to want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Fell asleep. It's morning now. So I've so I've now slept all night at her house. Right. Well, her mom's house, really. And her mom, crazy thing, her mom was okay with it. <laughs> How old was this girl? 18. Oh, wow. My mom was okay with that. Which is the weirdest thing ever. I I never, but I was like, all right, this is, uh, hmm, why is she okay with this? Does she think I'm older or something? Or did she ever tell my age, real age? Or what, mm. what? did she lie about my age? Because she was a little, her, her mom's was way too okay with that. Mm. Way too okay. But young, you getting some, you ain't thinking about that. But now it's morning. Okay, what do we have? I just stayed a whole night. I just pulled my first overnighter with this woman. Like, yo, I'm supposed to be in school. Wait, yo. So at this point, you had no cell phone then? No, I didn't. I didn't. So your mom's wilding. My so mo- your mother. No, the- my mom did. No, nah, I'm gonna get to that part in a second. Um. So my thoughts first, like, yo, I'm supposed to be in school. I can't leave now because the school police are going to get, they had school police. Mm-hmm. So the school police are going to catch me for truancy and, and skipping school. And I'm really be in for it. I'm already in for it now. I don't want to get hit with that. So I decided to stay until school let out. Okay. And it, and, and I guess to, calm my nerves she didn't care she still decided well you see as a 16 year old all right well guess i'm gonna have to stay here till uh school lets out so you know you know feel feel free to have at it if you want to because i'm all because i'm already going to be pretty much grounded for life when i get home so i might as well make the best of it now have at it please So, so yeah, that it kept on going and kept on going. That was a, if if I count that as my first experience, probably the best experience because it never happened again Mm. after that as a teen, because here's the, here's the fallout from that. Yes, you're right. Mom's was wilding, wilding out. And when I tell you she wild out, she went to the school Asking people if anybody seen me. She hadn't had contact with me. The last contact that I. Why did I lie? Why did I lie to her? Because the same night that I went over to the east side was the same night that I normally go to a youth, a youth night. Or I would go to a youth night. Okay. At a church that was around the corner, walkable distance. It was Pineville Church in Nazarene. Mm-hmm. I would go over there, and that was the routine. Every Wednesday night, I would get home by nine. And that was okay then. Mm. But when I lied, that's when everything 
turned. And my lie was not good either. What did you say? When it got late, like after nine, and I was able to use the phone to call. Mm-hmm. And so I called, but that the last time I had called was for the rest of the night. Mm. And so the last thing I said was, and I've since apologized and he, he has forgiven me for this, but I said the pastor's car broke down and we're going to be a little late getting in. Mm. And this was at a time where pastors were getting hit up yeah. for all kinds yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was running rampant in the news. So, wow. The worst thing I could have done ever. And that's the, that's one of the biggest things that I regret as a teenager is blaming him when he had absolutely nothing to do with my decision making as a teenager. I made the wrong decision. And I made an even worse move to lie about it and and drag him into it. Like mm. name dropped and everything to where I was assuming, hey, you know what? I'm going to get home a little. That was at a time where I figured I was going to get home mm. that night and be OK. And then it wasn't OK. Mm. There's there there's a backstory behind that that's coming up, but so you get home. I get I get. How home. did you get home? On the bus. Okay, on the way. bus. Mm-hmm. What time you got home around? Five five thirty. Five five thirty. She wasn't home. Okay. Did you call her? Or you just came in. I just came in. Okay, so so when she came in now, <laughs> there y'all go. So what happens? She cried. She cried. She was pouring out her eyes, crying. I thought you were missing, and yada yada. I put out a missing persons report on you. I called your I called your uncle Rodney, who is a Philadelphia police officer, and put out an all points bulletin to look for me, and all of this other stuff. Mm. And you know, I went up to. She told me I went up to the school, and nobody said who you was, and, and nobody seen you that day. Nobody, nobody had seen you since the previous day. I went to your step. I was on the. Uh, I was on a step team. I was in a high school fraternity at that point. They hadn't seen me, and they were looking for me too. Mm. They were looking for me, and mom had a strong bond, just as I had a strong bond with those guys. At definitely that time was it was it was a very strong bond between us and um they they were concerned they were beyond concerned mm. they went out looking for me and then I just popped up at home she comes in she hugs me first don't get me wrong she hugs me first mm-hmm. but then she let me have it she let me have it now no you know, let me have it as in words wise. Mm-hmm. She let me have it because the amount of stress that I put her under mm-hmm. and the fact that she was working at Vanguard at the time and she had to worry about her son that took away from money that she was 
trying to ever so pour into the household. It was already a struggle where we are where we were at, mm-hmm. and the fact that she had to lose a day, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's not the best feeling. It's not the best feeling, and you know, me as a parent understanding that now, it's like yeah, this is definitely not a definitely not a good feeling, especially when you're putting your all out on the line. Right. But crazy part is. Even when she asked me to tell her what's going on. Couldn't tell her. Couldn't tell her I was with a chick overnight. So I decided to lie again. Mm. I decided to lie again. So I said I was with a friend and, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's, um, I wasn't with the pastor, but I was with a friend, yada, yada, yada. That, that whole thing. I couldn't, I couldn't get because of her reactions in the past the mm-hmm. way she would react when i would tell her what's going on mm-hmm. is the reason why i said you know what maybe i might be able to soften her up because i'm i'm looking at her reaction right now and it's not making me comfortable to tell you that i was with a female mm-hmm. overnight at a time where there's a lot of hormonal mm-hmm. changes you know there's like you know there's there's changes like as a as a teenage man as a teenage boy you're wanting you know you you dream for that type of day mm-hmm. as a teenage boy and you finally have it but then you but then parents don't react the same way mm-hmm. parents are not thinking in that in that form or fashion so it's like i can't tell her that i can't tell her that did she did you know did 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 she happen to like um at this point did you have any contact with your father? No. None. No. So at 16, when was the last time you had heard from him? Do you remember? Was it years? Yeah, it was years. Oh, okay. It was definitely years. Mm. Because at that point it was like Hate to say it, but I'm gonna put it out here because it's all about being transparent. transparent. What was the need to talk to them about? Mm. Mean. Why? What can he tell me? Who is I comfortable with telling? It took me a couple of days. It took me a couple of days. God rest his soul, David Smith, Brooklyn, New York, worked at Rikers Island, former correctional officer, passed away of cancer a couple, couple years back. I had to tell a man, mm. I had to tell a man, but it, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't even feel comfortable telling. We went to their house. We drove to their house. She was, mom was still upset. So who was him? How did you know him? That's mom's friend. They went to college. Oh, okay. Okay. Also known as Smitty. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were, we were at his wedding and, you know, that's, that's how they came to know me. Mm. And we basically became, we pretty much became family because that's how strong the bond was between them. They had known each other for a long time. I had to tell a man. I didn't have a man to tell. Mm. Do your mother know to this day what, what the truth? 
Yeah, yeah. She, she knows now? No, be, because because of what I'm about to get to right now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't tell a woman. I had to tell a man mm-hmm. because a man's going to understand what's happening. Okay. So I had to go to a man. Smitty was that man. Mm-hmm. So I told him. We we sat in we sat in the room, you know, and I had to let him know. Hey, look, listen. I don't feel I didn't feel comfortable telling my mom because I didn't know what her reaction was. So or what what it was going to be. So I had to come tell you, you know, what I mean, so this is what really happened. I was over. I came in. I dropped my book bag. I went back out. I got on the bus. I went over to East Charlotte. And. I was with a female that I work with at Carowinds. I was with a female all night long. And I couldn't I couldn't come back home because at at least I couldn't come home in the morning because I was going to get, you know, some a CMS cop was going a resource officer was going to stop me and, you know, hold me in confinement mm-hmm. until hold or hold me somewhere until, you know, they got a hold of her. And just the fact that I would even be involved with police would probably take her off the deep end. So I just stayed at her house until it was a, a better bet for me to come home. So I waited till after school to do so, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell her the truth. I told her I was somewhere else and I regretted, I, I shouldn't have done that. And he told me, he said, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't have done that. See, when he, when he brought it to me, the way he did was in a, a calm sense. Like we're, like we're doing this PNG file right Mm -hmm. now. He talked to me like this, Mm -hmm. which made me feel a lot more comfortable Mm -hmm. getting it out in the open and being able to say it and take ownership of the situation. Finally, after I've put out so many lies about the situation that they're like, we're, we're buried in lies right now. So then once I did that, it took a lot for me to do that. He comforted me. He consoled me and he exited the room to tell the ladies he, because the I couldn't was who your mother and his wife. Right. That's okay. <clears throat> so he went to do that. And um after that, mom mom's went mom's was uh ready to go over there. So guess what we did? We went on over there. Yeah. Mom's wanted to confront this chick. Jill Scott style. We was outside on the porch, like on her porch. We we drove all the way over there. All three of us in the car. No, four of us, actually. Four of us, excuse me. Um, so, Smitty's driving. Um, his wife is in the back with me, but mom's sitting up front. I'm just like, nah, mom can't sit. I don't, nah. Better not have mom sit back here because she might slap the mess out of me right now. Mm. You know what I mean? But I was at least comfortable enough to get it out to somebody so that, you know, we can, you, you all can get the truth about what's happening. So we went over there. We pulled up on her, right? She was home. Mom's wasn't home. It was just her, right? 
and mom started asking questions and yada 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 we're all in the yard just kind of standing there i'm sitting here looking like hey look i i really wasn't wanting them to pull up on you like that so this is my thoughts i really wasn't wanting them to pull up on you like that but sorry you know just be cool you know what i'm saying so it's like all right so they get to asking questions um and like you know what are your intentions with my son and did you know my son was 16 did you know this did you know that and and where's your mom's can i can i speak to her is she home you know she wasn't home so it's like it, it was it was those barrage of questions and then you know then we proceeded to leave we proceeded to leave okay cool 